Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Hi, this is Tim Venable of Cornet Global. Joining me today is Dave Ansack, Head of Global Workplace at Hewlett Packard Enterprise, or HPE. He's here to talk with us about Edge to Office, HPE's hybrid workplace strategy. Edge to Office is the 2022 winner of the H. Bruce Russell Global Innovators Award sponsored by Gensler. And this is an award that Cornet Global has presented annually for the past 23 years to recognize innovation in corporate real estate. So thank you for being here, Dave, and congratulations on winning this uh, prestigious award. Thank you, Tim. It's great to be with you and have the opportunity to discuss you know, a topic that I think is so timely and important to so many. Great. Uh, but as we get started, tell us a little bit more about your background and, and your role at HPE. Sure. So uh, my company, you know, as you mentioned, uh, Hewlett Packard Enterprise, HPE is a technology company, uh, more than 60,000 employees. We're headquartered in Houston, Texas, uh, but we have more than 200 sites uh, around the world um, and in about 60 countries. Um, I lead what's called, um, or what we call, the Global Workplace Organization, which is a team of about 180 uh, real estate, EHS, security professionals performing traditional corporate real estate facilities, security roles with a heightened focus on workplace experience for our employees, you know, wherever they may be working. And you know, I, I've held this role since 2018, and I've been with the company for um, almost 13 years. Fantastic. Okay. We're here today to learn about edge to office, as I mentioned. Hybrid work, of course, has been top of mind for corporate real estate organizations around the world ever since COVID-19 hit us all about three years or so ago now, and it really ushered in a worldwide experiment with remote working. If you would, Dave, please take us back to the early days of this story when you were beginning to develop the concept that came to be edge to office. You know, I don't know for sure, but I'm picturing meetings between real estate, HR, IT, other business leaders around a table. You're talking about the future workplace at HPE. What was that group trying to solve for and what were some of your high level objectives? Yeah, sure. Sure, Tim. I mean, prior to the pandemic, you know, our organization had already embarked on a journey to um, measure and enhance the workplace experience of our employees really with a focus on improving our, our on-site services, our amenities, while also optimizing the real estate portfolio, which at the time was very underutilized. And past attempts by the company leadership to increase office attendance were viewed by employees as unpopular mandates, and they had been largely unsuccessful. So when the pandemic hit there three years ago, the team and I saw an opportunity to really combine our learnings for the past with a vision that we've been developing and what we believe the workplace was going to become. And that was one that really extended beyond the office to what we call the edge, which is where, you know, everywhere else an employee can work productively. And, you know, with our offices closed around the globe, uh, we had a corporate restructuring program that was underway. So, you know, yeah, just as you said, I mean, we joined forces with our partners in HR, communications and IT and jumped on the opportunity to deliver on that vision. Um, so did a lot of right-sizing and transforming of our offices 
for the, the sort of primary purpose of collaboration and company culture. And I think it, it really led what has become a dominant trend in the industry. That approach helped us address a great deal of the excess space that we had in the portfolio and enabled us to reinvest some of those savings into improved experiences for our employees. Um, we also had the key objective, and I think this is important uh, to the model in maintaining flexibility in recognition of the diversity of roles within the company, the diversity of countries in which our team members work. Um, and I think, you know, we really did continue to be a differentiator in that space. We continue to value and encourage choice and flexibility for our team members by promoting hybrid work that aligns to our, our culture and what makes sense for us without taking a sort of one size fits all approach or mandating attendance for a specified number of days. Like I think we've seen a number of companies do. Okay, great. Now the name itself edge to office is, is intriguing and you've alluded to this a bit already, but, but in your new approach, what is edge, what is office and how does it differ from what you were doing four or five years ago? Yeah. You know, uh, we really took, you know, the opportunity when we were implementing implementing the office closures to reimagine our sites and how we'll collaborate. And edge to office is a bit of a play on words that ties to the company's overall strategy to be this sort of leading edge to cloud company. So when we started the program in 2020, we used edge and office as designations for real estate and resource planning. Team members who uh, or what we call, you know, call our employees whose roles required an on-site presence four to five days of the week were designated as office. And we then would plan a workstation for them on a one-to-one -one basis. If you were in near an office, but you could work productively offsite most of the time, then you were designated as edge and we would plan space or a workstation for those individuals, which was the majority of our employees with a 20% to 40% weekly attendance expectation. And I think those um, designations help provide clarity and stability. And as I'm sure you recall, what were pretty uncertain times. Three, three years later, we're evolving that approach a bit. Um, we know the transition to hybrid has been a learning experience for everyone and it's gonna continue to be one. Um, so we're now at a point where we're seeking to simplify the strategy and uh, treat all office-based uh, employees as, uh, as hybrid, simply as hybrid. Um, and because we're continuing to encourage choice and flexibility, we're asking our employees to work with their leaders and their broader teams to determine what days and times are best for them to come into the office and how to really make you know, that on-site time meaningful and, uh, and productive. So, you know, to answer, to answer your question, it's very different from our pre-pandemic approach where employees were simply expected to come into the office each day and work regardless of what they were doing on site. The current approach is more intentional and it's focused on maximizing you know, the benefits of the office. Fantastic, it sounds great. 
So my next question, Dave, has to do with data. We hear a lot about data. Obviously, you know, HPE is a tech company and you understand and use data. But in corporate real estate, we hear a lot about data today. So, you know, having access to that good data for professionals like you and your team to figure out which space is being used, when, why, how, that must be really important as you look at your spaces and try to figure out, you know, how can we create a place where people can be collaborative, they can be productive and, you know, and, uh, and optimize the portfolio at the same time what what's going on in terms of you know your your data uh capture and how you're using that information yeah absolutely i mean we sort of live and die by data mm -hmm. as, as you alluded to i mean our our overall location strategies and and our workplace experience planning heavily driven by what the data tells us about our employees you know from site utilization to what they value in terms of the the on-site experience so for example, um, we regularly review how sites are utilized, focusing not only on a host of cuts of attendance data, but also data on consumption of available seating and also how space uh, within a, a, a building or a floor is used on average. On that, on that latter piece, on that usage of space, we use a proprietary technology uh, solution called Insightful. It was developed internally by my team and a partner operations organization, along with our, our uh, Aruba business within the company. And what it does, Tim, is it uses wireless access points throughout an office to show how specific areas are being used really at the floor and building level. And that solution helps inform our strategies, particularly in larger multi-floor sites around whether we need you know, more or fewer desks, more or fewer collaboration areas. Um, and then you know, finally, I'd say you know, we review and analyze uh, data from surveys that the company issues throughout the year to employees. And one of the subjects that we survey employees on is workplace experience. Okay, great. Well, that's a perfect segue to my next question, employee experience. So that's been high on the corporate real estate agenda for uh, some time now. And I know you and your team are doing your best to deliver on that. Isn't that more challenging in, in the hybrid world? Uh, tell us uh, how you're addressing that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're continuously evaluating our amenities, our, you know, our site offerings to determine whether they're as valuable or desirable to employees and whether there are other things that we should be offering. And I think, you know, the, the pandemic really flipped that on its head or was a really game changer. So for example, with hybrid work, employees may not value an on-site gym or fitness center in the way that they did in the past. They may instead more greatly value a subsidized membership at a gym that's closer to their home. Um, you know, we're also exploring different ways of providing on-site services. So we launched uh, last year, something we call workplace experience as a service at our largest sites. And what it does is it includes support for customizable sort of curated meetings, events, um, in some cases site tours, and it's sort of a service or concierge type model to address workplace needs, very common workplace needs. Um, and what that does, it sort of reduces time and complexity for not only the members of my team who have to deliver those services, but then also for the employees or the customers that we're serving. Um, but I'd say in addition to optimizing the workplace experience while our team members are on site, we are also looking at 
the strategy to help better engage and support the experience offsite. So this would apply to hybrid employees uh, when they're working outside the office, but it can also be relevant to our teleworker population, uh, which is a minority, but it's it's still a sizable one. Um, and I think, you know, that is one of the more challenging aspects of the current approach, you know, finding ways to ensure that employees working offsite feel connected and supported just as they would be on site, you know, and one of the key ways to address the issue is through what we call the digital experience. So, you know, implementation of supportive technology and infrastructure for when employees are working at the edge. Um, and that requires strong partnership with IT, cybersecurity departments. Um, and we've, we've done it thus far through secure corporate network access, fast and reliable connectivity, the provision of home office equipment, um, and then the deployment of Slack as our, our primary engagement tool. Um, but, you know, I, I think there's even more we can be doing in this area to help employees feel connected to each other and the company's culture when they're, when they're working offsite. Okay, excellent. You know, earlier, Dave, you, you mentioned the global scope of the company and the portfolio and where you have a footprint. And I can imagine that rolling out a big new program like Edge to Office over millions of square feet doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, but you, you've been at it a while now. Tell us about sort of the transformation, any metrics you can share about how it's changed the portfolio, employee feedback. Just get us up to date on, on where, where you stand with outcomes and results. Absolutely. You know, when the pandemic hit, you know, we made a decision. We decided we weren't going to take a wait and see approach. It, it, it wasn't what my team wanted to do. It wasn't what our leadership wanted to do. Um, and so, you know, with the support that we had, we, we, yeah, we launched as to office in 2020 and then executed an aggressive site optimization strategy that we're, we're still sort of continuing to finish up now, three years later. Um, the result of all of that is we have some tangible, um, some tangible data, tangible results that we can share. From a portfolio perspective, we transfer transformed um, close to 60 of our offices. So improving the design, increasing the space that's allocated for collaboration and flexible work. Um, you know, the need for less individual workspaces allowed us to reduce the overall square footage of our office portfolio by about 37%. And the reduction in space enabled us to reduce our, our annual office operating expense by about a third. Um, so that's the portfolio piece. Um, but yes, I mean, we surveyed our employees as offices reopened, and then we do so on an ongoing basis to measure satisfaction with the approach. The feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. I, you know, I hear on a regular basis just how proud employees are to work in the newly transformed spaces. Um, and our surveys, we ask employees specifically, you know, are you satisfied with our hybrid work model? And the most recent survey uh, that came back, uh, it was almost 90% of the responders indicated that they're satisfied. No, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we get thousands of comments um, through this survey. And a common theme was that employees that like the flexibility, the, the work-life balance, the trust that's involved, and then the, the higher productivity, I think, that they find with a hybrid approach. Um, 
you know, so, so, so in some, I think we're relatively advanced in the process compared to, you know, many other companies. Um, but I will immediately uh, uh, couch that to say this, this is very much an evolution, right? And uh, because we were a bit of a, uh, a first mover to hybrid, if we want to continue to be successful and, and get those kind of positive results, we've got to be nimble. We've got to continue to listen to the employees and have to be prepared to make the adjustments um, as circumstances change and really play out in real time. And they're, they're continuing to, um, to play out, right? Wow, that's a very positive story. Glad to hear those, those outcomes. You got to have to think to ask this question. What about challenges? Uh, can you point to any challenges you experienced as you uh, rolled out? The absolutely. Pamphlet? Yeah, absolutely. The, you know, the digital experience has been a challenge. Um, we had to pivot very quickly and secure resources to make the changes. You know, there are a lot of things that we were collectively trying to solve so that team members can continue to seamlessly connect collaborate um, and you know working with our internal partners you had to address ways to enhance cybersecurity very quickly you know boost connectivity provide home office equipment um, the other big challenge Tim I would say is really ensuring that we maintain what is truly a hybrid experience and and what I mean by that is um, as our sites started to reopen about a year year and a half ago, uh, around the world, and it was it was staggered. But there was a lot of uncertainty about the pandemic. There was apprehension still uh, about gathering together. It was completely understandable. Um, and in addition, I think you know we all got into new routines, and we discovered the benefits to working from home and and ways to really be productive there. So coming back to the office has been a bit like flexing a muscle you haven't used in a while, and it it takes some time to get used to it but it gets easier with practice. And I think it's it's critical to a company's culture and performance that regular office attendance returns for most employees. Um, and my concern is that without ongoing and sort of positive reinforcement and reminders, right, from people managers, uh, hybrid work can devolve into full-time telework for most. And if that were to happen, employees, I think stand to lose the benefits of what hybrid has to offer and become disconnected from company culture and their teams and colleagues. And I think there's certain populations within the company who would be particularly impacted, such as you know, new, uh, new joiners to the company, uh, folks who are earlier in their career who really benefit from that, that time on site. You know, I really agree with you on that last point. There's just no replacing that face-to-face -face contact. You got to have a certain amount of that. You do. You do. Excellent. Well, as as we wrap up, Dave, I have one more question. Looking ahead, what's what's ahead for Edge Office? What's next? What's that next iteration? You mentioned you're always thinking about what's next. So, give us a peek into the future, if you will. Sure. Well, you know, we're we're in the midst of some changes right now. You know, as I alluded to earlier. Our, our model, the hybrid model remains the same, um, but we've decided that the nomenclature and designations are you know, not as necessary and we're looking to simplify. You know, All of our team members other than teleworkers are now simply hybrid and they're encouraged to work within their teams and with their managers to decide really on what we're calling team norms for working better together, whether that's face-to-face -face on site or from the home office. Um, 
you know, going back to my prior answer, I think we're realizing there are many things that we've been leaving on the table, but not finding more coordinated time to be together. So what we're doing now, and this is something that really just launched, is promoting ways to encourage, empower employees to work with their managers and their colleagues to determine what times are best for them to come into the office, how to make that time really meaningful. In other words, you know, encouraging uh, people leaders to create a value proposition for their teams. So they, they want to come in sight and they're benefiting from doing so, benefiting from that experience. Um, lastly, Tim, I'd say that now that the world has stabilized a bit and we're seeing a more consistent increase in office attendance, it continues to sort of trend upward. My team is navigating various space issues focused on where demand is the highest. Um, we're seeing, especially um, in the case of conference rooms and collaboration space, you know, do we have enough of it? In many cases, I think we need more um, to meet what appears to be a real demand that is much higher than what we saw you know, going into the pandemic. So, so that topic, um, enabling even more collaboration and meeting space and increasing the ratio of it relative to other spaces is a big focus area for us and is, is going to continue to be one. Excellent. Well, okay. Um, Dave, again, congratulations on HPE winning the H. Bruce Russell Global Innovators Award. And it's been great talking with you today and learning more about Edge to Office. Thank you for the opportunity, Tim. We really appreciate it. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.